Hello, hello. Today, we are doing the filth, fifth, filth. We're doing the fifth Healthy Dialogue podcast. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about the age of social media. I've kind of had some ideas about what social media means to me. And I guess I've had this ongoing theory um, or this discussion with some of my friends for the past, like, I don't know, I guess a couple years. And I thought this would be a pretty good topic to go over. So before that, I'll have a list of things to do, but uh, I'm going to be still setting up for for a little bit. So give me a second. Oh, that is so interesting. So I, while I'm taking a look at the stream URL on my YouTube dashboard for streaming, I'm not able to see anything. <laughs> I guess I've had... Oh, there I am. Let me copy the video URL. Let me paste it in stage VODs. I'll have to get some. I'm going to have to template these, these out a little bit better. So the reason why I have to do this manually now is because I was using a free version of, of like a widget. And so I was using that widget to do like automatic updates for the Discord server, just so it would have like VODs readily available as I started it. And I didn't have to do all this manually, which was kind of nice at the time. But now I'm, <laughs> now I ended up, well, the free tier expired is what I'm trying to say. Or like the, the tier that allowed me to do all that expired. So now I'm stuck doing things manually. Anyhow. Okay, I think we're about ready to go. So, there's a couple things that I need to hit before we actually start talking about social media. Um, and th there will be a couple confessions in here. But the first confession is we rebranded from Healthy Dialogue to Healthy Dialogue with a UE at the end. And <laughs> I, I guess I haven't seen dialogue, the word dialogue enough to, to catch that mistake the first time. But that's, that's really what I meant to, to brand this as. Um, when I was thinking of dialogue, I was thinking of the actual conversational context word use of the word dialogue instead of the computer science, like computer, um, like a prompt or like a window dialogue. So, I mean, it makes sense that I would use the, <laughs> I would mix up the computer science term over the, the actual conversational term. I am in software development, so I, I guess I've seen one over the other more often. So it was an honest mistake. It sucks that it happened. Um, and it, at least it happened pretty early, and I'm glad I caught that. I don't know why. I, there was just one day I just looked at dialogue, and I was like, something doesn't look right. And what's, what's terrible is that nobody, nobody caught me on that. Um, like, none of my friends. I've also run the idea by, like, my family, too. And I'm sure they've seen seen the word at least that i've used it a couple times so 
yeah, nobody, <laughs> nobody stuck up for me either. So I'm super shameful of that. I feel like they just did it to, <laughs> to keep me embarrassed. Either that or, I mean, one person um, in my circle like owned up to, to saying that he didn't notice it either. But <laughs> I, that doesn't speak for the rest of them. It's good though. I'm laughing about it. I think everyone else is laughing about it. Um, so from now, we're, we're going to be dialogue with a UE at the end. Unfortunately, I made an Instagram post that you can't edit, which, you know, timely enough, this is the social media podcast. So we can rant on about how, how dumb some of these social medias are sometimes, and how great they are. Um, in other news, we're going to be trying to make podcasts more accessible. So in terms of outreach, really the only VOD material is coming out on YouTube. And I would like for that to change. I know Spotify is pretty well known for podcasts. I was taking a look at some other lists um, out there and it's not like any of the other names stuck out to me, but at least I know that there's different spots for podcasts that I should be uploading to. And I'll, I'll be working on that as I go along. But as of right now, I'll be starting a, um, I'll, I'll be starting my internship actually tomorrow. And I have a feeling I won't have as much time on my hands to do the things for this podcast that I would like to. Um, there's like a couple couple ideas that I want to like start implementing for this podcast, and I, I just don't think I necessarily have the time anymore. Um, unless unless if I like make it a huge priority in my life to to get it together. But as of right now, we're just going about this podcast every Sunday. Uh, speaking of which, I think I might be going on to do a second day of the week. And the reason for that is that I kind of want more practice. There's a lot of things that I want to talk about, and I know my friends can generate topics on their own too. Hopefully they'll start becoming in. Um, yeah, and I, I think they do have intentions too as well. We just need to like settle on something together as like a group of four. I think that's what they're waiting on. But I, I have faith that they'll they'll <laughs> that, that that they'll come out. But <clears throat> as of right now it's just me and I, I think well I guess in other news on top of that, I've also created a new brand channel, a huge uh yeah, a YouTube brand channel. And what that's gonna do is it's gonna allow all of us to collaborate on the same YouTube channel. So instead of me being the limiting factor of when podcasts can happen, it can be all four of us now. And I, I really thought of that at the beginning and I should have like structured it that way from the start. But I don't know. I, I think just having my own YouTube channel and seeing how it would go um, was fine. And, and maybe it was more so I wasn't too sure if everyone else had the... Um, was as passionate about starting this as I was. And I, I truly think they are. They, they've all been contributing um, to some background conversations. And I, I think the time will come when they, when they appear. <laughs> so, um, yeah, coming up, we'll be switching over to a new brand channel um, instead of just my personal channel. And what that'll... What that actually requires me to do is I have to download all my past podcast material and then re-upload that to the new channel, which it's not a problem. Um, it's just extra effort that really should have just been done at the beginning, but 
you know what it is what it is so uh, I'm also thinking about like different recording methods so there's OBS right and the current problem is is that I can't just do the audio or I don't know I, I'd have to look into technology where I can just separate the audio from the video and the reason why I need the video to begin with and just have like the banner show up in the video is because you need to have the you need to actually have a video element if you're uploading to YouTube so that that's where the video part like comes in but if I just want the audio only and I want to upload that to like different podcast sections or podcast technologies then I need to be thinking about that as well so if there's different technical solutions that will allow me to do that better then yeah I think I think it'd probably be bet in my best interest to switch over to that um so in other news in terms of like the YouTube video so <clears throat> I know it's kind of boring to look at a banner the whole time and really a podcast isn't supposed to just be like a video but when you take a look at like some other podcast materials out there you have these people who are speaking from with like a webcam so there is like some video entertainment element to it other than just like a, a banner so I was thinking about having like some small animations um, where there's like different states between what I'm doing in real life and what my camera is picking up from what I'm doing and also what my microphone is doing. So I was thinking about like having different states of like an animation based on like what my microphone, if it can tell that I'm speaking through my microphone and if I'm currently present or if I'm like currently present and not talking in my microphone and then if I'm just not here at all. So I was hoping to have like something to let you guys visually be updated with I guess my my presence <laughs> in case we we all go to to having a collaborative podcast where the the four four people who who can talk are on but um I was hoping to do that this week and I just never got around to doing it I ended up doing like a bunch of stuff on my own and so well I I finished my spring quarter this last Monday and I've just I've I've been chilling out since then. Like there was no reason for me to delve into anything else. So, so yeah, I used the time to de-stress before I started my internship, but um, I don't know, I guess that'll just be a project for the future is what it is. Um, in terms of past podcasts. So the last one was with Elon and for the most part, I thought it did pretty well, but in terms of like my own character while I was re-listening to myself during that time. And I actually time I had to go back and timestamp everything. So I got to listen to myself quite a bit. But in terms of like how well I did, I think I did okay. But I'm not a huge fan of just babbling on and using filler words all the time. And so I think I need to be able to like take a step back and try and think about what I need to say before I just blurt it out. And to, to right now, I feel like <laughs> I'm still doing that, but I, I think it's something that I'll try and practice for this podcast in, in particular, and I'll continue trying to work on that in the future. It's just not something that I really like about myself in terms of content, because I don't, it's not me. I, I think 
My character is best described as a listener who can talk, but prefers to listen. So naturally, like coming up with the, coming up with the dialogue in and of itself is foreign, but usually I have more time to listen to generate my thoughts and think at the same time. So I think starting this podcast has been kind of troubling. It's not troubling. It's just been difficult in that sense that I need to be coming up with words all the time because there's a feel, there's a need. I feel like I need to be speaking all the time is, is how I, I guess, I guess is the mood of what I'm trying to say. So I think I, I need to take a step back and actually process what I need to say first before I say it. And I'll, I'll be working on that later today. Um, something else that wasn't necessarily on this list in this confession intro section. I'll talk about like my state of mind in terms of like how this podcast is going. So I think overall it's great. Yesterday night, I was not feeling this podcast at all, but I need to keep myself responsible for holding this, this schedule or else I'm not going to be able to, I, I feel like I'd be giving up if I gave up on the schedule. And as much as I want to just have it just be free and do whatever I want, whenever I want, um, I don't think that's a good business model for me. Because I can't always generate ideas that I think is meaningful all the time. And my friends have stuff they want to talk about too. So, you know, it's, it's not that I'm worried that I'm going to run out of content to speak about. But it's more that there are times where I feel very passionate to speak. And there are other times where I'm not. And yesterday night was a... <laughs> was a hard-hitting feeling of, I don't want to speak right now. <laughs> but I guess times change overnight. And I, I got myself together by, by this morning. Um, happy Father's Day, by the way, all you fathers out there. <laughs> I'm so bad with gifts. But it's just not me either. I, I, have the, I have a lot of appreciation, and I just don't know how to show it. Gifts were never, never my method of appreciation. It's a, I don't know. It's, it's hard to appreciate. I think it's better to appreciate people on their birthdays, though. Because I, I feel like the generic. I'm such, I'm so against, like, being a part of the herd, too. Like, days, national holidays and whatnot just don't get me going. Like, it, everything means something to someone else, right? And for me, it just doesn't, it doesn't mean that much to me overall like days like that like national holidays like christmas or thanksgiving or valentine's day it's like whatever it's a it's another day like how do you distinguish one day from another day and it's kind of based on the effort that you put in but why would you put in more effort into something when it's just a generic day meant to symbolize like a group it's like i don't I, i'm sorry i don't really care but that's that's my feelings on that, but happy Father's Day to, to, to the people where that does mean more to, to them than it does to me. And that's not to say I don't appreciate my father. I appreciate him a lot. I also appreciate my mother a lot, but I just don't feel 
Like that should make the day an exception for showing appreciation the way you should. Anyways, yeah, that all stemmed from I didn't want to talk last night. <laughs> to I want to talk today, but yeah, one day can can really change you, is what it is. And whenever I, f I mean, part of the reason why I want to have a second day, like to to do a podcast, and I'm I'm thinking like either Wednesday or Thursday night. That that would put it at about like three four days from when from like the Sunday podcast, and that'd be good. But I do get passionate, and I have a lot of things that I want to talk about, and I just kind of want to get myself out there as well. Like the more I work on this podcast, the more material is going to come out of it, um, and the more content is going to come out of it. And this is also a opportunity to network as well as like showcase my own ability to speak to other people as well so there is some business side of it and personal gain that i can get from this as well even though the true intention of how this whole community podcast started was just to have people be able to talk to each other so i feel like that's been a very limiting thing over current social network platforms so i mean we'll we'll be getting into that really pretty soon here but yeah, I, I guess that's everything that I wanted to talk about. So I went off went off the script a little bit, and we got through the script. Um, again, all this information of the podcast script, I suppose, is what I would call it. Like, the podcast structure um, is in the Discord channel. So, And I have a link in the description for that if you guys wanted to see it. Um, I, do have, I do generate these lists probably like on Friday or Thursday. What's weird is that I I was very passionate about a couple other things uh, over this week. So I, I created some schedules for some other ones, which is also part of the reason why I want to have a second day for a podcast too. Because, I mean, I'm generating these ideas as well. And I, I want to have these discussions with people, um, it, even if no one's present for it, or if it's just me, or if it's for someone else in the future. What was super great about podcasts and, or just like the internet in general is that it's a timeless market. It's like you don't know when your content is going to blow up. You don't know when your content is going to be needed for someone else. And there's hope in that because with some other things, like you can invest in, in you can invest in something real time, but the market in has to be in real time too. But when it comes to the internet, if you're doing like content creation, your content is timeless as long as, you know, it's, it's accessible. Uh, unfortunately, for like some stream, I mean, we're all gamers here, right? If we're, we're in Discord. But if there's ever... I mean, I guess recently with streaming and whatnot like they're cracking down on like music copyright music and ugh, that's such a shitty thing you know but it is what it is it is what it is i'll just leave it at that anyhow so let's actually get to talking on social media that that went that introduction and confession went a lot longer than i thought um so in terms of like social media uh, what I'm talking about is just the platforms. What I usually do with with them, um, I, I guess I can list like all the platforms out there, what they're used for. 
Um, I, yeah, I, su- I suppose we'll start with my history with them. So, a lot of people talked about, like, MySpace, like, back in the day. So, when I was a teenager, people were kind of invested. They were already invested in some social media platforms out there. The first one that I got into was Facebook. I created a profile as, like, a 13-year-old. I've just been managing it ever since. But you get an idea of what kind of space you want to develop for yourself. Because it's your... Whenever you're creating your your profile on any of these social medias, you have to develop an identity. And you get you get to play around with what your virtual identity is. And you think about it. I think a lot of people invest as much as they want, and I think some people this applies to, but you invest as much as you want into your virtual identity. And you make it happen. Um, so... Starting off on Facebook, I didn't really do much other than I like posted a picture of myself and I think I wrote like a couple resentful comments, <laughs> resentful posts about how the world was treating me wrong as a as a teenager, as a resentful teenager piece of shit. It is what it is though. I, I mean my parents were very protective of of myself over the internet. And usually they would point out, like, you really shouldn't do that over the internet. Because I I think they understood that the internet is timeless, too. Like, they were warning me about submitting, like, posts on Facebook that, that were, in some sense, like, ruining my future. Because at the time, there were stories going around of how colleges were taking a look at, like, your social media. And they were checking up on how well you were doing over it. And if you had, like, anything bad to say. And they just didn't want me to be a casualty of that. So I deleted everything. Um, Every, like, resentful, stupid comment that I made on social media, I've deleted it. And I I truly think that was the right play there. I mean, it's gotten me to places where I wanted to get to. So I'm sure that decision has helped. But... For the most part, I've been pretty reserved with what I wanted to share on there. Um, Usually, I don't have much to say. I don't feel like there's many conditions for when I want to post things, other than when I'm proud of myself or there's a strong feeling that I'm feeling at the time. I think that's just the way it is. To be honest, like there's a couple platforms where people, I think, feel the same way about that. Where they follow the same idea that you don't share anything unless if you feel the need to share something. And you have to play around with the idea of what you think, what you think is worth sharing. I'm sure everyone goes out there and they like try to make a post and then all of a sudden they get regrets and some doubts of what they're about to post and they just delete it. But, you know, it's a it's a question that you ask yourself every time you try to make a post. It's like, is this is this worth it in some way or another? No matter what dimension you're basing that question off of and in what dimension you're like trying to measure with with that question, it's just I don't know, you always arrive to to that process and 
in some ways, I guess that defines your attitude towards social media. But yeah, anyways, I've used Facebook for a little bit. Um, I've stayed off of it for the most part as of recent, but I think I was keeping up with it until my senior year of high school. So about like six years ago, maybe even beyond that, maybe like two years after high school. So maybe like my sophomore year of college, I've been using it. Mostly because, like, it's nice to have all your network there. Like, when when you're... Everyone builds up their virtual identity and their friends, their network at the same time. And so I had a pretty built-up network on Facebook. And that's not to say I'm proud of everyone <laughs> that I'm friends with. But at the time, it was it was nice to have a... It was nice to have the number attached with the the size of the network that I had. So it is what it is. Um, started using Instagram after that. I don't know when I used it. I want to say I was 15 when I used it. So I started off with Facebook and then I moved to Instagram. I think I maybe it was older than that. I might want to say like 17. I usually didn't have much to post. I posted a lot more when I had like my first girlfriend when I was 18 so I posted a lot then and it was like pictures of her and me when I did post I didn't post a lot like I, n I never posted a whole lot of stuff ever but it, it grew a little bit like when I had when I had passions to show I usually showed them or felt the need to show them on social media um I've had a Twitter since 2015 I remember that statistic because Twitter always reminds me of <laughs> of that. But <clears throat> start or actually it might have been 2013. Wow, now now I just sound like an idiot for <laughs> for saying that I'm being reminded by that. But anyways, uh 2013 2013 is when I started using that. And I've never felt a need to use it, ever. Until, like, recently. The, the only time I started getting into Twitter is when I saw <laughs> what was happening on Donald Trump's Twitter page. And so I, I felt the need to keep myself involved with that and make fun of it when I can. Because Twitter was doing a lot of stuff to... to shelter people from misinformation and i mean was twitter right in doing that i guess you won't really know it's hard it's hard to know when it comes to the political sphere of of twitter everyone's got opinions to share and a lot of it's dangerous a lot of it isn't but it's a it's a very dehumanizing platform because you get the full range of idiots on there <laughs> who feel like they need to say something. Uh, it's, ne it's never a fun time. It's never a fun time. I mean, that's not to say that Twitter can't have wholesome people on it. Because there's definitely wholesome people there. It's just, I think its reputation of being a bad place is much, is stronger than the the alternative. <laughs> so... 
Um, the last note that I have with my own history of, I think that's about it, by the way. So, so in terms of like social media, I actually use like Facebook, Instagram, and, and Twitter. Um, so the next point on here I have, what are the conditions for when I post? I think I've already talked about this before, but whenever I feel the need to share like one of my passions with my network is when I post. And it's usually not... Oh, actually, there's one more that I use, and it's LinkedIn. And for the longest time, I didn't use it because, like... I mean, when I was 15, what the hell am I going to do on LinkedIn? It's like, you have nothing. <laughs> you have nothing to give. So why are you even on this professional network? <laughs> so... I mean, I've had it since I was 15, but it's not like I've used it. I've really started using it when I was, like, 19, and I've started developing a network from there. So, but I've only made, like, a couple posts, some longer letters. One of them was my current work, or, yeah, my current job search experience is what it was called. And it was, like, I was bashing on, like, these third-part, third company organization recruiters for doing a poor job which to this day I still do but we'll we'll have a bashing session on the current job market <laughs> in a in a different podcast that is one of the topics that I wanted to talk about sometime i know my friends are all all well they're all in the same boat as i am finding a job sucks especially in the one where you want to start like your professional career in so yeah we'll, we'll talk about that later but i made a post about about bashing on like recruiters <laughs> for one of my first posts and surprisingly my dad was like kind of okay with it i think my mom was was worried that i made a wrong move and rightfully so and to be honest i don't even think i made a wrong move there i think i did what I needed to do because I shared who I was at the time and I was, I needed to find my voice on social media still. And I think standing up for what I believed in was a right play to make. I went, even though I deleted it in the future, cause I felt like it was ruining some of my opportunities to find a job. I don't feel like I was wrong like I was with some of the other posts that I made on like Facebook, the resentful posts on Facebook. I think what I had said on LinkedIn should have stayed on there. And I, I deleted it anyways because <laughs> I, had, I had the market rule my, my own thought process on how that message stood out. But the truth was that looking back on it, I really shouldn't have cared because I don't care anymore. But it is what it is. It's all in the past. Um, I don't know if I I don't know if I completely addressed that topic point, but oh, that's interesting. I wrote considered. Okay, so here's the two points. What are the conditions for when I do post? And then the second point point following that is considered writing to someone important who isn't in my network yet. Interesting. Okay. Okay. 
I'll talk about a situation where I've used like Discord as a social media platform. Um, and that'll announce this topic idea in the way that I saw it. So, as I've been in Discord, I've been in a couple communities. One of them I was very proud to be in. And I wouldn't trade my time out with with that Discord community and with anything else. And it was um, it was a, attached to a streamer, so it was like a streamer's community channel. Um, it was subs only, so I guess it really wasn't necessarily community, but it was a paid service community. <laughs> but it is what it is. People on there gather around this streamer who was very nice, very kind. Um, super emotionally intelligent and she loved games so you know it was kind of the perfect place for me there was a lot of people out there who were like showing distress in their life um, and were looking for some clarity and I found my position within the community as someone who could offer advice that would make people feel better about themselves and their decisions so there was a couple couple instances where I've talked about like my my own educational path or yeah my own educational journey and I think a lot of people found use from what I had to say I've also talked about how to not look at streaming statistics as a method for defining your self-worth so i've talked about that as well and a lot of people i think appreciated that kind of response um even that like even though it was directed at one person who was like showing distress and said topic they were like a lot of other listeners were able to pick up on that and think that what i had said was the right thing and they appreciated what i had said um so I've, I've done things like that for many people. And in terms of considered writing to someone important who isn't in my network yet, I think there's a lot of people, important people out there. And the people who are important to me are the ones that are kind-hearted, who are genuinely good people who are looking for, for clarity. That's really what I meant to say instead of kind-hearted. Um, because clarity is important, I think. And it, We'll talk about like mental health in a different one. That's that's also like a passion of mine that I figured that I'd be writing something up for um, for like a separate individual podcast that I would do. But I've been thinking about doing like inspirational like posts. So in terms of considered writing to someone important who isn't in my network yet, like there are a lot of uh, important people to me and even though we haven't necessarily met yet, it'd be nice to have to provide clarity to someone else so that they could be important to me. Maybe that was a bad way of putting it, but <laughs> I, I just want to help people is really what I'm here for. Um, and I'm hoping healthy dialogue can be of use to many people in the future, even if that time isn't now. Like, like I said before, like the market is timeless. Like, and I'm willing to wait years to see this 
market become helpful for people who are looking for it? Because people look for this kind of thing all the, well, it's not all the time, but it's like at random times. Like it, it takes a miracle for someone to be looking for a community like this at a specific time. Um, and obviously the, the chances that it would happen at this specific moment as I'm talking right now is very low. And on top of that, like the outreach is very small too. Like I'm just on YouTube and we have this discord server. I mean, not everyone's a gamer, so I'm really limiting my, my outreach to just gamers only by being on discord or primarily gamers by being on discord. And then the YouTube algorithm doesn't really favor me at all. <laughs> like I have zero views on, on most of the stuff that I, that I upload. So, you know, it, it is what it is, but it's nice that this is documented and that people can come back to it when they need to. And I'm very willing to create the connections needed to, to help people out. Or I, I would love to help people out and build connections with them is what I meant to say. Anyhow, let's get over to the social media section. I guess like beyond my, my own history and my own thoughts with it. So what is social media? So in my definition of how I use social media, I've been using it to articulate my passions. But I don't think that's the case for everyone. I think I could go with a generalized statement or I could go with like a more insightful generalized statement, but I'll, I'll go with the generalized statement. I think social media is what you make of it. It's, it's a platform and a technology that allows you to do whatever you want with your voice. And as long as you don't overstep certain boundaries, you're in the safe. Um, so when you're thinking about like making a social media platform, what is its job? And I think that's also up to the company with how they're building the social media platform to begin with. Like you have Instagram who articulates pictures to represent how people are, how people want to convey a message. And they have some text along with it too, but it's primarily pictures. Um, and it's just a platform that has a specific means to articulating information. So on top of like what I answered for what is social media, what its job is also equally subjective to what the platform is meant to do and how people like take, take its job for their own use. Or people can see different opportunities from different social media platforms. So in terms of the different platforms out there, MySpace, I mean, I've never used it. And frankly, I couldn't even tell you with confidence that it is a social media platform. <laughs> I, I, want, I want to say that it is, but, you know, this is an easy Google search that I'm willing to be vulnerable about. But, yeah whatever. I, I haven't used it that much. I don't know how much of it that I can really speak of to begin with, other than it was 
a very early social media platform. I think that's all I have to say. And that's the that's the only reason why it's in here. Um, Twitter, I think, is a pretty early one. Facebook is also an early one. Instagram, uh, I think, came later. Um, TikTok is one of the more recent ones. And then you got YouTube. And then you have LinkedIn. So in terms of like things that I have to say about these platforms, like Twitter's got a reputation of not being a great experience. <laughs> so I think Facebook's also kind of getting to that place too. Instagram's actually pretty good, I would say for the most part. I'd say Instagram has a better reputation behind it because I think people tend to post more about their passions through pictures and it's not like you can represent bad faith ideas through pictures because that would mean that you had to find the sources to make that happen. Which, I mean, doesn't happen often in terms of, like, maybe, like, death of a family member and someone wants to, like, write a po or draw a post from that. But, I don't know. I, I think, in general, it's a lot better. I think Twitter has a... One thing that I forgot to mention that I want to go back to Twitter for. I think Twitter's a easier platform to find reachable... To make people reachable. So, in terms of... In terms of like these celebrities, right? You can always talk back to them on Twitter. It's like, and it's it's just all up to what people want to do to respond to you. But at least everyone is within reach on the Twitter platform. And I think that's what differentiates between Twitter and Facebook. It's Facebook is pretty exclusive to your own network. Whereas Twitter is like, Everyone is in your network. Like, you can follow someone whenever, and you can just be up to date with what they have to say because it's a global audience, whereas Facebook, it's just your network audience. Instagram is also kind of like your network audience, but there are people who are public figures and people who, are, who have private accounts. So there's some sense of privacy with, I would say, the rest of them. Um, TikTok isn't, isn't so much like that. I think TikTok is also kind of like everyone, everything is public. Um, actually, no, I, I think they also have private accounts. So maybe that does fit within that. Um, I think LinkedIn's also the same. It's like you have private accounts as well as public accounts. So I guess Twitter really is the only one. And no wonder it has that kind of reputation because... Everyone's allowed to say anything they want. Everyone is allowed to comment on the worst of the worst who respond, who respond to certain comments. And it's just, it's just a place where everyone belongs and it doesn't do the platform any good. <laughs> so it is what it is. I'm, I'm sure they're sure they're happy with the money that they're making, but that's definitely a challenge that they, that they, have been struggling to deal with in terms of user moderation, but hey, they signed up for it. They're making money off of it. It is what it is.
Um, how useful are these platforms? I think in terms of, I, I think that's hard to measure because everyone just has different reasons for pursuing the use of social media. So I would hope a lot of people find, I mean, it's pretty clear that a lot of people think that it's a worthwhile solution or else they wouldn't be posting it on it. Um, there are people who do turn away from social media at times and I think that's indicative of how bad the solution is for them. But it's pretty clear that it's a good solution for many other people. So I think it I think it has its place in the market and it does its job. What are some problems? Well, I already talked about Twitter. Um, Facebook. I think Facebook just has like some ethics issues or morals issues. More so in that like they need to strike down on on certain individuals instead. So when you're creating like a social media place, right, you want as many users as like a user story. You want as many users as possible to be joining your and not so much as a user story, but you want as many users as you can is the general gist of it, gist of it. <clears throat> and so how do you keep how do you keep users from coming or to come back how do you make users come back um, I think with Facebook really needs to answer that question well okay they know what happens when you don't address when things go too far with certain users and I think they still need to work out what happens to certain types of people and I think they've conflicted that with the business interest and therefore haven't have like faced current current drama with the world for doing that because that should have been addressed a long time ago like during the setup of the platform itself um, otherwise I don't think a lot of others platforms has that problem I know Twitter okay so Twitter and taking down like Donald Trump's um, profile, it's hard to question whether or not that's the right play, because you know, in, in on one side, everyone <laughs> on the left doesn't like him, and on the other side, you know, like he has a bunch of supporters who think that he's deserving of a platform. So, and it's. You know, every every decision that you make is pretty much subjective to what you believe in anyway. So who's to say that you can't, who's to say that you should be silencing people? When your goal is to have a platform for everyone to be on. I, I just think that's something hard to address. I mean, I think my friends have also talked about this before and... Maybe it's better if they came on here and talked about it. So maybe we'll save that conversation for something different. But I'm sure that if we ever do like a political, um, a political podcast topic, that'll probably be brought up. So yeah, sorry, I don't have much to say on that now. But but I know in the future we'll probably have something like that. So one of the next points is if there's a possible link between depression and social media. And I brought this up with my own circle about how I don't feel like 
the world was ready for this kind of consumerism. Because it's hard to... Okay, nobody else has... No other generation has dealt with this at your fingertips ready for consumption of social media that social media brings and we're the like my generation being the, you know being born in 1996 <laughs> the age of the internet i think it's just hard to have this technology being introduced and then you have this wave of depression along with it and I, i'm sure that's I'm sure there's very many things that the depression, the new like wave of depression is coming with, but I think social media is one of them. And I, th I don't think humans were ready to deal with the kinds of, of information that they're unconsciously intaking and developing philosophies around what they're seeing on social media. Because, Based on what you think social media is and what it what conditions that fit for you in terms of when you want to post. Say you have all these people who are living life the great <laughs> as great as they can. Like one one person in not in my network, but you know, like a high school acquaintance, she's in Vegas right now and that's pretty awesome. And it's like she's posting a couple times about it and it's hard to say. It's like, well, this person's having fun and she's posting about stuff all the time. If I wanted to make a post about like how my running is going every day, like, can I say that that really measures up to the same level of intensity that this other person in Vegas is doing? You know, like I'm having fun, but she she's clearly having a lot more fun than I am. And it's like, you know, it, there's some level of comparison that's happening with social media. And it, it's more than just that situation that's going on. Like, you, you can do that on the opposite side of the spectrum where someone talks about, like, how, you know, someone's, like, someone special to them passed away. And it's like, well, I could post about something that makes me super happy, but then, but then I see social media as a place for, or in a very recent case, social media has been a place for someone to post about, you know, something as terrible as, as that. So it's there's a huge amount of comparison that's being happening here. And I think technology has been bringing that comparison mind out of us. Like before, before right, like when you... When you think about before, like, technology happened in terms of, like, who you knew and your network to begin with, like, people were just, people were just concerned with others that are within the network, like, within the city or within their own friend group or, you know, or, like, the current celebrities and, like, movies and whatnot. With social media now, everyone's in the network. Everyone who's participating in the world on social media is in the network. So it's like, you're obviously going to be start. <laughs> if you're ever exposed, yeah, you're going to be comparing yourself to other people. It's like, how many people knew, how many people would know Elon Musk if social media wasn't around? 
you know, I, I, I would bet that number would be drastically <laughs> lower if social media wasn't around. So, you know, it, it is what it is. But it's like, it's an unhealthy comparison that social media brings out in some people who aren't ready to deal with this level of consumerism. That's my thought on it. What kinds of voices are on there? So I think what I was trying to reference here was how you get like the full range of the full representation of the kinds of spectrums that people are not so much spectrum. You get the full spectrum of ideas that people represent out there. And oftentimes when it comes to politics and obviously with with how some other social medias have like some negative reputation around this is that you you get the full spectrum of it and some people think that some of those voices should be silenced and other people don't but it can create like a dangerous environment if if things go out of hand and that's that's hard to figure out when things go out of hand so i'll i'll just leave it at that should every voice be heard? I think every idea should be heard. The person who's conveying those ideas should be silenced if they reach a certain point where it becomes a where they become a dangerous threat. But in terms of should every voice be heard, like no, I think every idea should be heard. Um, so that also brings up social media canceling. I think people represent different things. And my friend and I were talking about this like one night about how this one speed runner, um, well, not so much speedrunner, but this one content creator, he cheated in a uh, in a speed run. And I brought up the idea of why don't we just cancel his whole like content because he his integrity in terms of the speed run content that he made was achieved wrongfully so. And my friend had to say that would be an injustice to the other kinds of content that he created. And his success may have, may have grown because of his speedrun controversy, but that doesn't mean that the rest of his content was wrongfully achieved. And I agree with that. But I, th I think there would need to be more specifics with this kind of question. And I'm trying to look over the list that I have here. And I don't think... Like, th the first question that I have is, what is a good measurement for canceling someone? And it's just... I, I don't know. I, th I think there's too many variables along with that. And I, I agree with my friend that there's just... You know... You can't label everything as wrongfully achieved success. 
because there's no way to measure how much of that there is in terms of their complete, uh, in terms of the whole picture of their success. So it'd be, it'd be wrong to, to cancel people in general. <sighs> but there's definitely some other people out there in the world who don't believe in that same methodology. Like there, there's people out there who have argued that if you have done something wrong to achieve the level of success that you've gotten, then you are undeserving of the whole success in its entirety. And that's hard to, to combat with because you can see their perspective that like, you know, everything you can, you can understand the perspective that they just don't want to see you <laughs> and that like success should be achieved in, in the right way or else it's not, or it's like, you know, labeled as wrongfully achieved, but But I think it's more accurate to to just say that there's not enough. There's no way to measure how wrong that you achieved your success. And it, maybe I'll just leave it at that. Anyhow, I, I think that's about, <laughs> that's going to do it for me today. I think for the most part, it went all right. There's a couple words that I say way too often. For the most part is one of them. And I know I just said that in the last sentence. I try to make everything a run-on sentence, too. But I also say but too, way too much when I'm trying to extend things to a run-on sentence as well. But, and I just did it again. You know what? I'm just going to stop talking. <laughs> Anyhow, I think I'll take a look at this again. Um, again, everything that I said at the beginning about how we're going to make podcasts more accessible. There's going to be a, like a couple new changes to the channel in the future. We're doing the rebrand. Yeah, I, I guess we'll see how that all goes. But I think that's it for me, guys. Again, the Discord invite is in the description. It's also, I think I also attached it to the channel description as well. So... Hopefully, hopefully it'll be in there. Anyhow, thank you guys for hanging out. I'll see you next time.